0: Hello, teachers. Today's episode is going to be a little different because it is an interview. I have teacher Juliana Rushti with me today, and she will share with us this cool initiative she has started with her colleagues called OLIDAS. Teacher Juliana is currently in the second year of her teaching fellowship with Teach for Malaysia.
1: Hello, welcome to Amandu, plc to Podcast for Teachers. Every week, we bring you bite-sized information and reflection on all things related to teaching. We are a group of teachers currently teaching in the beautiful district of Samporna Sabah and we meet up every Friday over coffee to talk about work with zero judgment and 100% support. So, if you are nearby, join us. If you're not, have a listen to our reflections after each PLC meetup and let us know your thoughts. All right, without further
0: ado, uh, welcome Teacher Juliana. How are you and can you just briefly tell us what is OLIDAS and how does it work?
2: Hi, everyone. Yes, um, I'm good. Thank you, Stacey. Um, Yeah, so just to preface before I start explaining about OLIDAS as an initiative, OLIDAS itself is a word. Uh, it's a Dusun word. It means healthy. And so OLIDAS as an initiative was developed by us seven Teach for Malaysia fellows in Sampoana Sabah. Basically, we are teaching students about their social-emotional well-being in the classroom as a part of a... 12-lesson series using a resource developed by Teach From Malaysia called the Student Leadership Strategy Playbook. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. All right. So does it happen, does the lesson happen during PDP or is it completely outside lesson?
2: So it's during PDP. So we started the initiative in the mindset of, you know, uh, PKPP, where no co-curriculum was allowed. And so we decided to incorporate it into our classrooms Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, making our lives harder and trying to get permission from uh, pentadbiran to do it outside of the classroom. Uh, But now with um, co-curriculum being allowed, that we're still unsure. But as of right now, we are doing it in the classroom as part of PDP
0: just to be clear Mm -hmm. it doesn't take over your curriculum
2: no whatsoever yeah it's just an addition it's an addition yeah so um all of us teach for Malaysia fellows in Samporna we teach English Mm -hmm. and so due to the nature of English it's a bit more flexible than other subjects so incorporating social emotional well-being into our classroom is not also it's not to say that it's totally outside of the curriculum because I mean we all know about JARIS right so Mm -hmm incorporating emotional elements into your classroom is actually something that the curriculum does um, allow and it does agree with. So this this doesn't take over our whole, uh, we have two lessons a week English mm. now. Mm. We have two lessons a week. So basically, we use one lesson a week um, and incorporate that Olidas into that lesson and the other lesson is just a normal lesson.
0: So mental health, Mm -hmm. Uh, students' mental health and Mm -hmm. uh, I think what you're looking at is students' agency and how Mm -hmm. much they can empower themselves to basically you know think for themselves, solve things for themselves. So um, just a quick um, check, do you specifically use um, uh, English language as the mode of communication that it's part of English? Yes,
2: Olidas is specifically so the playbook is in English, the lesson is run in English, the lesson plans are all in English, the worksheets are all in English. So it functions as an English lesson, just the content of it is focused on emotional well-being.
0: But if a teacher who, is, who doesn't uh, speak English or if a student mm-hmm. um, isn't so comfortable mm-hmm. with expressing themselves in English, mm-hmm. do you allow for code switching or do you allow for Malay or other language to take part in the, in the lesson?
2: Yeah, so I think specifically when talking about Olidas, when we run it, uh, as we run it in the classroom, because it is an English lesson, we do try to coax the student into using as much English as English as possible. But the playbook itself, which is kind of our resource, which is where we get our all our information, information how we develop our lesson plans and our worksheets, that has been translated into BM, mm-hmm. um, and I think. Also, possibly in the future, it will be translated into Mandarin. So, teachers who Ooh. aren't teaching English and want to use it outside of their classroom, or even you know, if they want to incorporate it into their PDP and mm-hmm. they're not teaching language, can be done. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. As long as the yeah. well, we hope that you will translate the playbook into Mandarin. asap. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. So, next question: What drive or
2: what, why? why well, what's yeah. the
0: driving force behind this?
2: Yeah. So basically after MCO we noticed that um, a lot of our students just didn't want to be in the classroom they were feeling really anxious they were they just weren't sitting well you know being in the classroom and then seeing the teacher in front of them after you know three months of being at home Mm. it just wasn't sitting with them very well and so they had basically also just lost the motivation to do anything in the classroom um I I had one student really specifically come up to me and say, why did school start this year? Why couldn't they just have come back next year, Mm -hmm. still be in the same form? Mm -hmm. I teach form four. So still be form four students, but just start again next year. Um, Yeah, so you know, I could tell they just didn't want to be in the classroom. Uh, Same as my other colleagues as well. They were also having issues with their students not wanting to be in the classroom, not wanting to do work, not wanting to participate. Um, And so, we had all we all had the same issue I, and so during mco i had i also worked on the team that made the playbook now making the playbook wasn't specific it, the playbook wasn't actually specifically to be used in the classroom it was also made to help students during mco you know help students remotely so that's why the playbook itself is also set up to be self-directed by it mm-hmm. It can be done by the student alone. Mm. Um, of course, your student has to be very self-aware, but this the playbook was set up to be used in that way. So then we were thinking, me and my colleagues, my colleagues and I here in Samporna, we were thinking, you know, how what can we help? How can we help our students? Correct. What can we do with our students to make them feel more motivated or to at least help them understand why they're feeling this way? And so i automatically thought of the playbook as i had worked on it Mm. um during mco and i thought okay let's how can we incorporate this into our classroom how can we make lesson plans out of it how can we um make worksheets out of it how can we make it a whole thing a whole initiative so that's that really is the was the driving force and is still the driving force of you know why we decided to run this
0: it's yeah and i have to say it's very inspiring to know that like you know, with the MCO, with the movement control over the uh, with the with the COVID pandemic, it suddenly hit us as teachers that students literally do not feel that there is a need to go to school other than sitting for exam and going to classes. And when suddenly exam is taken away from the equation of school, they suddenly have no motivation whatsoever mm-hmm. to go in. And all of a sudden, your students felt. without the presence of a teacher they really had no idea how to go about so i really like the idea that this olidas is um, self-directed and it's totally autonomous Mm -hmm. and with a bit of training on the student side Mm -hmm. they'll probably be able to you know develop that student agency themselves so congratulations on that Mm -hmm. so i would like to know the process behind making that playbook
2: Mm. oh okay so behind making the playbook actually the playbook itself um so, a TFM staff member who was also previously a fellow, mm-hmm. um, his name is Xavier, okay. he was actually the one that uh, started everything. He was the catalyst for everything. He um, came up to a bunch of us. He, he connected with a bunch of us, oh, a bunch wow. of us uh, fellows, and as well as, well as some other uh, staff members, to talk about if we were interested in developing a resource to help students uh, deal with their emotions. And so that started, uh, when did that start? I think early May or late April, late April, as we had really, I mean, me personally as a teacher, I had so much issue trying to get in touch with my students, even just connecting with my students, texting them using WhatsApp, they weren't, they really didn't want to do any work. And so I jumped at the opportunity because I felt like it was really important you know i was previously previous to mcr i was also teaching form 3 students um and you know form 3 yeah. the the pt3 was announced you know cancelled mm-hmm. right yeah and so i right away i could see that my uh connection and my sort of form 3 students actually responding to me response rates Yay. dropped dramatically after right. pt3 was announced to be cancelled Exactly. and i was I was at a loss, you know. I just like didn't know what to do because to me, I still needed to get in touch with my students. I still needed to check in on them. I still needed to make sure that they were actually doing something mm-hmm. during MCO. And so I figured, okay, they seem to not care about the syllabus anymore. I mean, not not in the way that uh, they just don't care. It's just that to them, the syllabus is connected to the Correct. exam. And so, if the exam isn't there, it's not a driving force for them to actually, you know, want to write an email or answer MCQ yeah. questions, MCQs, you know. True. And so, I was like, okay, what can I do um, that will actually interest them? I tried a bunch of things. I I tried to get them to like think about their talents and just a bunch of different things. So yeah. I figured, okay, if right now their motivation is really just dwindling their emotional health is not is not good, then why not look at it at, from an emotional perspective mm-hmm. uh, as yeah. you know, emotional learning perspective. And so that's why I decided to join uh, the initiative to make the playbook. Then uh, it took about one month for us to look, gather resources. There are actually a lot of resources online, mm-hmm. um, a lot of foreign curriculums. Uh, you know, foreign national uh, learning curriculums, they actually incorporate social emotional learning into the curriculum. It's not a separate subject, it's it's within the curriculum. Oh, that's so, cool. um, one of the one of TFM staff member, she actually grew up in New Zealand mm-hmm. and she was just telling us about how in New Zealand Social emotional learning is incorporated into the curriculum in every single in every single subject. So you have it in English, you have it in math, you have it in science, you have it in history. It's incorporated into every single subject. In starting in kindergarten, all the way through to the end of, of, of school. And so it was just amazing to hear all of that, you know. And so that's how we were just collecting our resources, looking for what is available online. Um, a bunch of different toolkits and then we also were collaborating with Project ID. Project ID is another initiative that, um, it's a social enterprise basically where they uh, help students think about what happens after school, after SPM. And so Project ID has this really cool, so they also work a lot on social emotional learning because it is important after school. It's actually really important after school, you know, when you go into the workforce. Uh, so they have they actually have a framework. I'm unsure if they came up with the framework uh, by themselves or if they also based it off of another resource. But they have something called a STOP framework, S-T-O-P-P. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's just to get students to stop and think about their emotions and think about how what has triggered those emotions and how they react to those emotions. And so we incorporated that into our playbook, as well as also uh, a design thinking um, so the kind of the tail end of the playbook is a design thinking pro, uh, process where students imagine, do, and, and then also share. So they they imagine, which is the part where they focus on their emotions and the issues that they face about their emotions. Then they do, which is where they come up with an action plan about how to solve that issue, and then they share. So they share basically their learnings and um, how what what the process was like for them. Uh, so yeah so that was that that design thinking part was taken from uh, another initiative through tfm called um slc student leadership camp that is done in 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 concert with uh accenture so yeah Mm, cool um
0: so basically you get that uh, information from around Mm -hmm. so teachers resources are online and Mm -hmm. we can basically just sift through Mm-hmm. That thousands and thousands and thousands of pages online, and we will find something that suits our
2: yeah. needs, right? So one website uh, that I that we found really helpful was casl.org, c a s e l dot org. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it has a whole bunch of different resources, frameworks. Mm-hmm. Uh, things called core competencies. It's a lot. So with all this, um, mm-hmm.
0: with all these resources that you guys did, mm-hmm. did you have to? I um, would, would, I would say, um, tone it down a little bit or increase mm-hmm. it in order to fit your students. Or
2: so definitely, I think because Malaysian students don't have a background of understanding emotions at all. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of toning down, mm-hmm. um, in in the sense that uh, toning down. The, the lessons to make things simpler, um, but also increasing explanations and instructions. Uh, uh, yeah. So that, that, I, are I think we, that's are we, a, next, uh, are we looking
0: at next? Are we looking at version two, version three
2: with increased um, oh, difficulty or def- something? Oh, definitely. Uh, I mean, there's always... Doing that? Mm, I, I think for the playbook <laughs> specifically, not yet. Uh-huh. So OliDas is kind of like a pilot study for the for the playbook because the playbook hasn't you know it was developed during MCO and then uh, teachers have just just came back to school kind so uh, basically OliDas is kind of like a pilot study no one else has used it so if once once we see how OliDas works mm-hmm. definitely my hope is that things get tweaked because the playbook is version one for sure it's not perfect at all and so. Things need to get tweaked, but of course, after Olidas once we see if things ha- how things can get tweaked, um, there's always uh, options for you know version two, version three. Things getting harder, um, or even making like um, a set of, of of playbooks for like different levels, things like that. Always open to that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. So, um, so now that you, I, I believe that you have run this. Uh, only does uh, curriculum for, I month. don't know, like for a month. Mm-hmm. So, so far, how does mm-hmm. it impact your stakeholders? Mm-hmm.
2: So, so, yes, so it's been a month. It's been a bit of a shaky month with exams and etc. Um But yes, we've run about two to three lessons with our students now. Um Things have been interesting. Mm. So for sure, you know, this is very, very new to students. Correct. They kind of don't really know why we're doing it, even though we have explained why. um, But they're still at kind of a bit of a loss. So so something that almost all of us have noticed is that students just find it very difficult to talk about their emotions. They, for one, they don't have the vocabulary to talk about it in English, which we kind of help with through the lessons, because we do have something called a feelings chart to give them different uh, words. Four different emotions, things like that, but they still don't really know how to articulate what they are feeling because it's just, you know, emotions are abstract and you have to learn how to how to express your emotions. It isn't something that just comes naturally. I mean, that's why a lot of us also
1: don't know how to express our emotions.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, But that's why we're teaching it. So yeah, so, yeah, so that's like the biggest thing really. That's what we've noticed. Uh, so another thing is that also, because they don't know how to express their emotions, because emotions aren't talked about in class most of the time. They don't. I mean, that goes to why they don't understand why we're incorporating this in, into the classroom. Mm-hmm. They're like, teacher, what are you doing? Why aren't we learning English? Yeah. To them, English is essays, exactly. answering questions, information transfer. Women, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but again, that's not teacher's fault. That's it's a whole system thing. Yeah, right. um, and then also with that there's this awkwardness in the class when we especially you know the first two lessons are so awkward because they're just like "Mm."
0: it will take time definitely but you cannot stop yeah you and you have to press on I think the thing with something new something abstract something Mm -hmm. completely beyond what you would possibly even want to talk about in Mm -hmm. the classroom it's going to be quite awkward in the beginning right so yeah we were looking forward for you constant updates mm. on your students definitely so actually on the teacher side on, on
2: okay on the teacher's side it's also awkward <laughs> so so I think because you know we also I also grew up in the public school system in Malaysia Correct. so I didn't it's also awkward for me to talk about emotions I mean obviously now not as awkward as I would have imagined if I did something like this as a child mm. but you know, um, seeing them respond this way, I automatically think about like how I would have responded. Then I'm also like, uh, this is also awkward for me. But I think I am fascinated by it. And I'm also like um, interested in seeing them open up because you can see like in the beginning of the lesson, yeah, okay, maybe they're a bit, uh, but then towards the end of the lesson, they're more open. They'll come up to me, you know, because there's a part where in the first lesson they talk about how they've been, generally, how, they, how they've how they been feeling in the few weeks or months previous to this and wh- why they're feeling that way. And so you can see by that time, in that part of the lesson, or even after the lesson, they'll come up to me and they, you know, I'm reading their responses and they'll tell me if I ask, you know, I, I, like one of my students, she was feeling... She was actually going through depression during MCO and she didn't have, so we didn't actually include the word depressed in the feelings chart mm-hmm. because it is a heavy emotion. Mm, correct. And so we didn't want to like, you know, throw our students into the deep end. But then she she actually came up to me and asked me, teacher, can I include, can I use the word depressed? Oh, Because it, it was in the feelings emo- chart, Sick. right? So I said, yeah, of course. So, but I didn't, I didn't press on, I didn't like probe yet so i let her finish the worksheet first then later I, I asked her to help me carry all my stuff to the bilik guru and i asked her are you okay and this whole can of worms opened up you know oh. so yeah so so even if it's awkward in the classroom even if it's weird and your students are like you know giggling because they're like eh, it's so awkward you know because some some people they that's how they deal with their awkwardness right you you know you you'll have one or two students that will open up to you and that's always a good start yeah, yeah.
0: I think, I think in a way you you're developing mindfulness mm. in 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 the students as well, and mm-hmm. it's even for the teachers, right? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you don't even as teachers, I don't I don't even get mindful about how my students are mm-hmm. feeling, and I try to get you know, like from our previous PLC meeting, I was like avoiding this stuff altogether. (laughs) So it's like awkward for both teachers Mm -hmm. and students, but nonetheless, I think this is a very important discussion and important aspect of education. Mm -hmm. Um, So my question for you is that uh, the next question is, um, why is it uh, it important that we start um, talking about this in the classroom? And if teachers want to do that, would want to start looking into this uh, aspect of teaching and learning, how would you um
2: prepare yourself
0: yeah how would you prepare yourself how would you advise teachers to prepare mm-hmm. themselves
2: yeah okay so i think when we talk about teacher preparation and teacher you know like readiness to deal with all uh, to deal with emotions what for one you definitely have to do quite a bit of research mm-hmm. there so the playbook exists and there's also a teacher guide to the playbook which includes uh, a few tips about how to prepare yourself um, emotionally, and also you know how what perspective you should bring into the classroom. But I think it's not enough. You kind of have to go through the. So I guess one tip I would have for teachers is to go through something similar as the playbook, the the process of um, figuring out your emotions, what triggers your emotions. And, um and then taking into perspective how you react to those emotions yeah that that is very important and it doesn't and it's not a doesn't take it's not quick it kind of takes a little bit little bit of time correct but you know don't just because it's taking a bit of time don't like don't feel like you don't feel like you cannot do it with your students just because you haven't gone through it perfectly <laughs> don't feel like you cannot do it with your students yeah. because um for, so you don't need to do a full lesson about emotions if you're not ready you it, you can incorporate little bits and pieces of it into your lesson something simple is just doing something uh, it's called a temperature check in the beginning of the class uh, it's basically just giving your students I mean something one thing that you can do if you're into uh, emojis your students I mean students like emojis or you can use memes um, Basically, just getting students to identify how they are feeling for that day, uh, based off of pictures that you provide to them. That's a simple way of like opening up emotions into your, uh, opening up this discussion into your classroom. And once you do little, little things like that, it sort of builds up. And then your um, students are ready. And so you also are ready. So don't,
0: don't go into it full on mode. Yeah. Just give a bit of taste
2: if you're not ready don't don't force yourself yeah, that's the one thing so. if you're really not ready to do it do not force yourself because then it can it's kind just of just
0: going to destroy <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i and- know it's been been there <laughs> uh, yeah yeah Okay, so um, final questions, mm-hmm. your hope and what
2: is next for all of us? Is there a training that we can possibly <laughs> join in? <laughs> yes, yes, for sure. But I think just for our side first, for our side, uh, you know, the fellows that are involved in the initiative itself, I think my next hope is to really just get through the 12 lessons and to see how that impacts our students because we are collecting data mm-hmm. we collected pre-data uh, you know pre we, we ran a survey with our students previous and we'll also be running the students with them post so i really just want to get to the point where um i can look at that data because i want to see because i was also involved in making the playbook so i really want to see how for me i'm looking at it like the bigger picture of the playbook and how the playbook can be tweaked and made better Mm -hmm. and how the lesson plans can be tweaked and made better Mm -hmm. um but also from the for me personally as the teacher who is teaching my students i really just want to see them be okay in the class you know by the end of the year i want them to feel like Um, school is there for them not to just have exams, not for them just to worry about SPM, which is next year for them, not just for them to worry about, you know, finishing their homework, but also to just be there for them to realise that teachers and their peers in the classroom can be there as a support system for them.
0: Oh, wow. I really hope that I was one of your students (laughs) (laughs) because I think safe environment encompass both you know the emotional aspect and the academic aspect mm. of it as well yeah so sure. yeah that's um so olidas is cool olidas is fun i'm looking forward to actually learning about um olidas and how to run it in my class but before that again yeah i think i need to help myself first <laughs> um so thank you so much uh juliana
2: and any final words um, so, uh, if you do need the playbook or any resources, yeah. you can get in touch. I think, Stacey, maybe you can put my email into the We will
0: tag uh, you yeah. and okay. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. so um, it will be available soon mm-hmm. online, I mm-hmm. hope.
2: It's and... already available. You can you can reach out to me. Ah, um, it's also okay. available on uh, a website, tfmdistancelearning.org. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can tfm has a bunch of resources on that website Uh, you can access all these resources um i think for teachers also uh, if you do need any like training or any maybe not training per se but any help going through social emotional learning there's also something called uh it's an instagram account for the check goose oh yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. at for the check goose that does have a lot of tips and tricks about you know how to take care of yourself as a teacher as well we are so glad that you're teaching
0: in Samporna and making changes in your own way. And we thank uh teacher Juliana for being with us and sharing with us for like a full 30 minutes. And thank you so much. Yeah, no, thank you. Bye bye. Bye.
1: Amandu, PLC to podcast for teachers, is brought to you by SAT. And for more information, Find us on Instagram @amandu podcast. If you find this episode helpful, please click to subscribe to this podcast and the share button to share it with your teacher circle. As always, happy teaching and be safe.